Welcome to Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Matt and I'm here with Josie Young from Christopher Dolan Co. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Who have we got on this episode? Uh, we have Braulio Amato today. Hello. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Before we jump into anything, I need to mention Streamtime. They've been big supporters for us and for some time now and we really couldn't do any of this without their support. We're actually at the Brisbane Design Conference and we just saw Christopher Doyle on stage, your boss, Josie. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Giving an amazing talk um, and talking all about ADR and how the logo actually came about, the yeah. identity, stuff that I hadn't even seen before. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really there good. There you go. Like, I'm glad some of those drawings didn't get through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was actually the first project I worked on with Chris. So it's like kind of come full circle. And, and I now didn't, I'm I didn't sitting know, here. So you kind of got dropped in. In the in the thick of like fix this, Josie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was I. I mean, as Chris said, I was very excited when it all started, and then I was like, "What's going on? This is really hard." And then yeah, we got there in the end, and now we're here. One of the great things was he showed the tote bag. Yeah. That never got produced. I don't think we ever intended to get produced. But the reason I'm bringing it up is Andy from Streamtime just sent me a message and said, let's make those tote bags. Did he? Oh, my gosh. So tote bags for all, for all the faithful. Yes. All designers like tote bags. Yeah. I don't know why. Why They why? carry our things. Carry things. It shows. It's like wearing a T-shirt with a brand yep. on it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. T- tell us a bit about... Yeah, so Braulio is a graphic designer and illustrator from Portugal originally. He's currently living in New York City, so he's flown in. When did you fly in? Uh, I got here on Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Doing well to be awake right now. Uh, so he's worked as a designer at Pentagram in New York City, and then he joined Bloomberg Business Week as an art director before moving to Wyden and Kennedy, and now he works for himself. I've been a huge fan of your work for Thank you. Thank you. a good solid year now, I would say. I kind of like, I think I came across your work when I she saw... She hated your work. I hated <laughs> it beforehand. <laughs> I was like, nah, this, not this, not for me. No, I'd never, good. never seen much. I think I had seen your work, but then it really kind of like landed in front of me when I saw the work for Notting Hill Carnival, which I want to talk oh. to you a bit, a bit about later. But yeah, no, since then, I'm just like, I've just been like a huge fan. So Thank it's been really great getting to know the, over the past couple of days. I, th- yeah. I think I've always um, been a fan of you without realizing it was your stuff. Like, <laughs> and I think for, for me, particularly Bloomberg, which is what I really want to talk about, because that was, you know, some of the stuff that was happening there and, and the graphics that were in a business magazine. Right. For, yep. I mean, there's just insane. But Let's jump all the way back because we were lucky oh. enough to watch your presentation at the Brisbane Design Conference where we are. And I really love the fact that it was it was quite biographical. Right. But there's some massive gaps there that we want to really explore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't talk about, you know, when I was born. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, no, that's, like, we want to delve all the way back <laughs> into yeah. that. Right. I was a baby. First. What's your first? <laughs> first word was mommy, I think. I don't know. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? It's like... Um, I know when we had kids, it was a very big thing to remember or to know what their first word was. I've got no idea what my first word was. Do you yeah, know? Actually, no. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I have like this weird blank in my, like my my childhood. Like I actually don't remember many things. <laughs> really? <laughs> I feel like, what, I feel what like my, age? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's always hard to piece together. But I the. the the earliest memory I have is like something ridiculous. How do you say like in English, like a, you know, like a little uh, bowl uh, where, you know, maybe it's like a very Portuguese thing. But when you're like young, 
and you're still like learning how to go to the restroom like you have like this or oh like uh, like, like a, a potty, potty. Oh, yeah. like, exactly i remember like my first memory is like i you know did number two in the potty <laughs> and then but it was like in the dark i think i remember like being dark oh, no, anyway and good, i good. and i stepped on it oh, no. and i like walked <laughs> All over the house trying to find my mother, and uh, and do you, and, you do know, you remember like, that, or have you been told about that? <laughs> no, I remember that. This is like okay. the first memory. I remember like being very embarrassed because you know I clearly and like we're like my mother screaming, but not married me. She's like, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> let's let's go to fourteen. <laughs> okay, because okay. that seems to be an age where suddenly the design light turned on for you, right? And I've read that you that was around the sort of age that you downloaded Photoshop for the first time, exactly. And you were like. But what, what led you to that? So why, why even be interested? Like, what did you see that interested you at that point? Um, I mean, at, at that time, so I was really into music. I was really bad at like skating, sports, uh, even graffiti. Like my, my, my hometown was, was either skated or you did graffiti or you were into music, like playing the band. And music ended up being the, ended up being like the, my thing in a way. And I remember like, you know, internet was a new thing. And uh, uh, there was this program called IRC, where like a chat, like really basic chat, and you can download music legally. Uh, so you know that was my way to get into music because yeah. all these people like what you should download or talking about. Anyway, uh, I, I got really into you got into the chat rooms. I into the chat rooms, and I got into new metal, which is like yeah, yeah. So you know, I I was really into a lot of new metal bands, specifically one. I don't I don't know if they new metal but you know incubus <laughs> yeah <laughs> sort of embarrassing but i was really young uh you know i really liked them so i did a fan site um nice. for them on this website called geocities yeah. uh, where you could build like really basic websites so i did that and um after a while you know there was all these other fan sites i was like oh i want to have i want i want mine to be you know better and not like a lame geocities website so i did a little photoshop and this software called dreamweaver um and really, I just like looked up tutorials online and did did my website. And it was terrible. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to be a better fan site yeah. than the other fan sites is what led you to this point. Exactly. Um, but it, but yeah, I mean, that was really my introduction to design. And uh, I mean, at the point, I didn't really know what design was. I was just mm. like happy to be building something and finding like this thing. I had like power to create mm. something new. Um, so yeah. And after that, you know, I, I, I continued to be really into music and my, my tastes evolved a little bit besides Incubus and New <laughs> Metal. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I was part of the, that website, DeviantArt. And it's also like the beginning of the internet kind of, yeah. or I, I, as in like the beginning of the internet as in like this. Platform. That kind of social media right. kind yeah. of, yeah. And where like everyone slowly had like access to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, and weirdly enough, I'm, I have like two friends that I met, that I'm friends with since DeviantArt. Wow. Time, and they're not even wow. from Portugal. Uh, oh, one from Belgium. Cool. Well, I have one from Portugal and two from Belgium, which is, which is crazy. And we're yeah. still like designers. Yeah. Um, and I remember like we, we met through DeviantArt. That's incredible. That's so cool. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did notice as well, and I do want to ask you. Notice your username on DeviantArt was Black yeah. Pony. Yes. Well, it was because I, I really like Deftones. Yeah. And they had a record ah, White Pony. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But White Pony was taken, so I yeah. I got Black Pony. Nice. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I feel like 
in those, if we're talking about early ages of the internet, we all had usernames that we may or may not be proud of. Um, oh, yeah. Do, do you remember what yours was? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> it was, oh, God. Why did I bring this up? It was Punk Sister. Wow. <laughs> nice. Sister with an A. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah. But yeah. no, I always love when someone else has a username. I'm like, I wonder what the story is behind that. Yeah. I thought I was Punk because I listened to The Living End, which is just not Punk. It would, it would, no, really. I, I, I thought it was not fun. It was, was like listening to Blink-182. Because yeah. I was like into new metal and I was like, oh, wait, I love Blink-182. It's, it's, it's that early internet angsty yeah. teenager thing. <laughs> exactly. Which is deviant. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. But yeah. it's kind of weird because like on IRC, you know, there's like, it's which is, you know, the chat kind of thing. Like all the nicknames were registered. So it was really hard to get your own nickname. So mm. most people would put like, like my nickname was Black Pony 14 because I was 14 years old. So that's how actually I piece everything together. Like, oh, wait, I was 14 because my nickname was yeah. Black Pony 14. Yeah, mine was Punk Sister 15. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But speaking of like early social media things, MySpace. Everyone had a MySpace at yep. some point in time. You worked at MySpace in Portugal right. um, while you were still in college. Uh, yeah, it was my first year of, of college. Yep. At point. So how, because you talked about this a little bit on your presentation. So how did that happen? It was so random. Uh, so, yeah, uh, MySpace was big. And um, I just, you know, went, would go into the code and, and like, design the MySpace pages for bands or, you know, even my own stuff. So, yeah, there was this guy that was working for MySpace Portugal. And they were about to, like, launch the MySpace Portugal. And, um, and yeah, and they, they asked who was doing all those pages and it was me I was like do you want to work for us like sure that's so cool <laughs> so, so what, what was that an email just hey it, 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 I, actually I think it was a, a MySpace message but oh, I, could, right, I could be wrong yeah <laughs> but, uh, and, but then, it, and it was in that time where we were like this is real like we, we wouldn't have thought like this is fake yeah oh, fake like, news yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, exactly yeah. you know if it, it was from MySpace you know you could see the profile it was like yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> brilliant and so, so then, so then, how how did that roll out? So you just worked from your bedroom, and yeah, I mean, actually, I didn't work for them many years um, because there was this agency was like launching Port- uh, MySpace Portugal in Portugal. Uh, sorry, MySpace in Portugal, uh, and they were responsible for like you know starting the brand, redesigning, do all those profiles, and then so I was I was brought to work for the agency for MySpace Portugal. And then MySpace got so big that they kind of like started on MySpace Portugal office. And when that happened, uh, I remember like I had to like give a workshop to new designers. I was like, because they wanted someone full time to like design. So I was like, well, you do this and do this. <laughs> and I remember on a workshop, I was like, I've been doing this, but it is kind of weird because I'm just digging into the codes and I'm pretty sure there's like a different way to decorate. <laughs> but I never said this before because, you know, I was just doing my own way. Um, and how, how old are you at this time? I forget. I mean, I was 18, right. I think, at this, at this point. Yeah, I, I was, Everyone I was young. I was in, I'm going to show you how it's done. Is that, that kind of what it was like? Was, so sorry? Everyone take a seat. I'm going to show you how it's done. Yeah, but, but it, you know, it wasn't this 20. It was, it was like punk. No, no, no. It was like <laughs> five designers. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they just wanted to hear like the stuff I was doing and how That's to do awesome. it. Um, but I was still in college, and so that, that's why I, I didn't, you know, they wanted someone full time. I was like, I, I'm still studying, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Amazing. And then yeah. around about the same time, obviously, the architecture magazine right. kind of lands in your lap as well. So, I mean, th- they're all related to each other. So, the guy who found me to do the MySpace uh, pages, 
he was the one who then left also the agency when MySpace went to uh, the real MySpace office. He didn't want to go, so he he was invited to be an editor um, at this uh, architecture magazine. And uh, you know, it was like, well, here's someone young and cheap that we can hire to design the magazine. You know, it, it, at at a point I was so young, like I I, I don't think they ever called my role like creative director because it was just a, a small magazine so mm-hmm. it was like it was the designer you know but you know towards the end i was like you know i was in college and uh this went on for two years the magazine and towards the end i was like all right i know now what i'm doing like you know well, I'm, yeah. i designed this i'm a creative director like yes <laughs> so um but yeah i was just i uh, I, I pitched for a design. Um, they really liked it, and they asked me if I wanted to design a magazine. I was like, sure, but I never had design. You know, I did all the the mockups in Photoshop, and uh, when I had to design the actual magazine, I I called this friend of mine. It was like uh, like <laughs> six years older than me, and he, he he worked like in a real agency. He's like, you have to teach me how to use InDesign so I can like actually design this magazine like, now. And I'm like, why? I'm like, <laughs> I have a new job. <laughs> but it was insane because I was the only designer. I mean, it was just me designing everything. So every, it was a monthly magazine. There was a few months of the year that we were like the summer was kind of dead. So anyway, but it was pretty much like a monthly magazine. Uh, and I was the one designing everything uh, after school. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you make it. I, l- I love the fact that you make it sound like it just kind of one thing fell into the other. But there's obviously a huge amount of work happening behind the scenes where yeah. you're learning these programs. And right. I mean, d- definitely. But you know, also I'm talking about this, and the magazine d- d- did not look good. I, you I, say I, this. Yeah, <laughs> we were yeah. talking about this earlier, and you're like, "Yeah, this doesn't look great." And then you've got this video of going through the last. Oh, issue. But, but yeah, but that's the last issue. We, we, you know, I, I would never. Do you like, but I, I, there's definitely like a progress and it was still something very simple, but at that point was, I, I kind of knew what yeah. I wanted and like knew I was doing, but that was also, you know, the last issue. Yeah. The, like the, fir- the first, the first issue. The first yeah. we, we were oh, still I, in the group and, and I only showed the covers. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I did not show the inside. Yeah. These was so bad. You know, I definitely put more work on the covers right. because, you know, it's the, a cover. It's a cover. Yeah. But the inside was such a mess and especially like, the way to break text and the grid, oh, it was painful. Uh, I mean, it wasn't painful at the time, like, but now looking at it, I'm like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. And even like paragraph styles and stuff like that, I had no idea what that was or anything. Yep. Um, but, you know, that's also how I learned. Because, yeah. you know, I had to do that magazine, uh, most because I, I said I knew how to do a magazine, and so I, I kind of just like learn myself, and slowly every issue would get better and better. Yeah, um, amazing pressure to put yourself under. Yeah, it's like an amazing way to learn. It's just just learn by Jump doing. Jump in the yeah, yeah. end. I mean, it, it's also because you know, I, I, I before that, my I I worked um, at a, a telemarketing company, so but I was also designing stuff on the, on the side, and it's like I don't I don't you know. If I'm going to have a job, I'd like to have a job that's doing graphic design. Yeah. Mm. So if someone offered me, or someone suggests, like, do you want to do a magazine? I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. like, all right, I 
you know, I'm getting paid to something that I really want to do in the future. Yeah. So, I, all right, I invest time in this and learn. It's worth having those jobs job. that you can refer back to and go, I don't ever want to be doing that again. Yeah. Right. Kind of gives you the motivation you need. Absolutely. To. Yeah. Yeah. So, how long were you there for? Well, d- there didn't exist. I was designing everything from my home, from home. <laughs> my, my yeah, apartment. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There was no office yeah. because everyone had a side job. Uh, this was like a, a side project for most of the people. Right. Yeah. The team was really small. It was only, uh, was only three people plus writers that yeah. were just kind of like freelance and, and write on the side. But uh, yeah, we'd have meetings at this architect. Uh, the, 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 the main editor of the magazine was an, an actual architect. So... Just meet at his office, but I would work from home, yeah, or from you know school, uh, college, um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, in the end, I think it, I, I definitely it was more in two years, but maybe two years and a half, three years. Yeah. I, 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 it's hard to piece together because there was a time that uh, the economy collapsed in Portugal. They they stopped paying us. So actually, towards the end, wow. the magazine only ended because yeah, they weren't paying us. And oh, so and that's why it actually. That was like, this is the last issue. Yeah, it was the last issue uh, because, well, it wasn't meant to be the last issue. Right. <laughs> mm. uh, we wanted to keep doing it, but, you know, so it stopped paying us and it got to a point it was like four months without payments. And oh we, we were like, all right, we're not going to do the magazine anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, we, yeah, we ended up going to court and, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really but it, for me, it was like... Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On to the next thing. Yeah, like, right, I did a magazine. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and was the next thing New York? Is that what came after that? Yeah, exactly. So by the time that happened, I was my last uh, semester of studies, and I got a scholarship to do one semester. Uh, sorry, my last year of studies, and I got a, a scholarship to do one semester in New York. Yeah. Um, but I uh, went to New York. Um, Sounds amazing. Was it? Was it always going to be New York for you? Uh, it was in between. Uh, you could you could pick three different schools, and there was one in Montreal, New York, and something in Europe, and uh, and initially the f- the first one to 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 respond was the Montreal one. I was like, all right, I'm going to Montreal, and then the week after, I was like, oh, New York, you got accepted in New York. Like, all right, oh, oh, never mind, I, I got to New York. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So you had to apply for this. Yeah, you know, they give you a few options. Yeah. It's a scholarship from Portugal. It was like, all right, we're going to give you money to go to one of these schools, but you still have to okay from the other school that, you know, you're going to be brought in. Yeah, yeah. It's going to make sense with the other students' work. Um, but yeah. Get to New York. Yeah. You're still in school. Yes. Uh, trying to get a handle of the kind of community and yeah I mean it, it was definitely uh, a, a big change for me because yes I was in school in Portugal but I cannot really say my school was very good mostly because I was like a you know an asshole teenager you know I was doing designs <laughs> and a magazine on the size I was like I don't need to go to school I'll write it you know, <laughs> I, know I'll write, I write a work on a ma- I mean and sometimes I had to work on a magazine yeah. because I had to deliver it instead of like working school projects and a lot of times I would like cheat uh, some of the like the stuff I was doing for the magazine as like school projects and like oh here's a poster <laughs> 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 and, like it's just a spread from the magazine <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it was good, but also, like, I was being an asshole, you know, not really going to school. Uh, but, you know, the school, I had amazing teachers, but, uh, but you know, it was mostly technical stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yes, we had some branding projects and 
all that stuff. But you know, since I had the magazine on the side, I was definitely not investing much of my time in yeah. school, mm. um, which was, you know, I kind of, re- of course, it, it, it was awesome that I got the opportunity to design a magazine. But at the same time, yes, I, I did. There was a lot of things that I could have learned in school that I, I did not, especially like being of like those discussions, like concepts and everything. Yeah, I was, you know, I was not into it because like I just want to do stuff. I don't really. Ah. So, but when I got to New York, all my classes was mostly, you know, talking about what you're doing, your process and concepts. And um, and how, how did you find that? Was that quite difficult to sort of come into? Oh, yeah, especially because, you know, English is not my main language. Of course. And, uh, you know, I, I, I knew how to make something cool looking, but it, in, in the, there were no backbones to it. So yeah, yeah. It, I, was, I, would, I, would, I would be terrible in class. We were like, why do you do that? I'm like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, just, just the weird exchange kid. I mean, uh, it was, it was, it, well, I definitely got like, you know, it was like, oh, he's from Europe. He doesn't speak English well. But for me, it was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was definitely, you know, like the, how do you say, like the, the little kick in the butt that I needed. Right. Yeah. And be like, all right, school is important. And I'm, I'm very happy, although it was just a semester that I got like, have a semester like really intense design critique and design theory and yeah. and that it that definitely changed a lot in the way i, I did things and yeah yeah um you mentioned yesterday john goal is that his name yes yeah, john goal yep. book book design tutor it was really pivotal in your kind of like oh, yeah. education definitely um, can you talk a bit about that yeah i mean it was kind of weird because the class was really small and it was six people or something like that but um and it was weird, and it, but it was weird because like a lot of people there didn't seem very much into it. Yep. It was kind of weird. Just but, just uh, like you were back in Portugal. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but you know, like for, for me, actually, when I got to the US, and you know, of course, in every class or school, we have kids that are like there, but you know, they don't really put not much work into they're, it or they're not care. Not there, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, in Portugal, you pay almost nothing for education. In the US, they're like, wait, you pay five thousand dollars per semester. And you don't care about this? Yeah. It was like shocking, you know? Um, but for me, you know, I was I was there not paying anything. And I was really excited to be like, have like this new world of like design and stuff that I, you know, didn't have in Portugal. And John Gall's class was really important because, um, yeah, we were just designing book covers. And we were reacting to real content. Mm. Uh, and like, like schooly, like, you know, you work on a branding project for a museum. He's like, okay, you know, there's... Of, it could be a real museum, it could be a fake museum. It's like this fake project. Mm. But uh, a book cover, there was like a different dimension to it. There was like a content, there was like a story. And I remember, you know, all the, the work that my teacher had done as book covers was always really smart. It was like a small detail from the story, or like something kind of abstract, but had the concept, you know, very well ex- like executed. And you could, even if you'd never read, or as you read the book, you understand where the cover it's was coming from. And that just blew my mind. I was like, It's oh. wonderful, isn't it? Because like, you can't give away too much. Right. Because cause you, you can't give away the story. But then, yeah, but building those extra little things in that exactly. makes more sense mm. by yeah. the time you finished it. Yeah, nice. It was like a puzzle being put together. But uh, there was one class that, I, you know, that was definitely the best class. And that was when really my brain shifted. And he, he got to class and he had like six USB pen drives. And each um, USB pen drive had a, a text document with a name of the book and a, a, a small synopsis of the book, a photo, and a typeface, I think. And uh, you had to do a book cover 
with just those three things. And but you know they were all random things. It was like a random photo. I think my photo was uh, I, don't, I don't I actually forget what it what it was, but I remember uh, yeah the whole point was to make some sense out of mm. those three elements and build something. It was I like love those exercises. Yeah, so it, it awesome. was really good. Yeah. It was like oh this this is. This is great. It's like yeah. it's like design is like a little game. Yeah. Well, before you know, of course, it's still kind of the same thing. But you have you can use all the typefaces and you can export it. This was like so trimmed down to like those three things and mm. kind of had to solve the puzzle. That uh, yeah, we just that was the one. I was like, all right, this is really cool. I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've heard of lecturers as well. Also, just saying for like a whole year. Pick two typefaces that are the only two typefaces you right. can use for the rest of the year. Oh wow! Yeah, which is which is, sounds horrible because, but then at the same time, by the end of the students are really kind of they know those typefaces really well. They're yeah. really sorry if they picked a really bad typeface right. at the start, exactly. but, but at least they've got an opportunity, like yeah. got an opinion yeah. about whether it's good or bad now. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's sort of funny because I, oh, sorry. Uh, no, yeah, but, you uh, but I, I, I actually only use three typefaces. I mean, sometimes like. I mess around with other I, I use here and there, but you cheat on them with another typeface. I like I I I normally use three typefaces, yeah. and most of the times, my challenge is like to modify them to look like a different typeface. Mm. Right. What are they? Helvetica. Helvetica or Arial. It's in between. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, Gothic, the the condensed version, mm. and uh, well, now I've been using Garamond for yeah. like serif stuff. But it's also, you know, I also stole the idea from Experimental Jet Set. You know, oh, I, th- yeah. I think, yeah, they only yeah, use yeah. Helvetica. No, uh, yeah, Helvetica and Franklin Gothic. But, I, you know, I, I got inspired by them, but my, my game is like, all right, I'll modify the typefaces uh, to get something different. So a lot of the times, like even the crazy typography that I have on my posters, my work, it starts from Helvetica and right. I like, stretch, modify, mess up with it. And, yeah, but the the beginning started as uh, Alvedica. Yeah. I'm just too lazy to, s- to design a font from like scratch. So yeah. I, I need like mess around with something. <laughs> well, we, we've sat through a few talks over the last <laughs> couple of days where it's turned me off ever doing that. Just the amount of work that needs to oh, be done. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Mm. Yeah. I, I really admire the people that have the patience to design a typeface, but uh, I had to do it in college and it was miserable, and it looked terrible in the end because it was like losing my mind against that, yeah. Yeah. Pentagram, how, because again, you, you sort of talked about the story, and again, it feels like, again, another sort of amazing opportunity that kind of fell right. into your lap, but. Right, yeah, it was also luck. Um, so when the semester was over uh, in New York City, so one of my teachers was Luke Heyman for Pentagram. You know, I, I, I really like New York, so I want to stay there. So once the class was over, uh, sorry, once the semester was over, I went up to him and was like, could I interview for an internship at Pentagram? I'm like, sure. So I went to his office, to Pentagram. He looked at my portfolio and he was like, sorry, like you, you don't really fit here. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's actually true. It, it, most of my portfolio was, uh, it, yeah, I, I, di- I did have some magazines there and Luke Heyman uh, is known for his editorial work. But, you know, my magaz- magazine I was working on, it was not, very good and most of the work I had there was mostly illustration or you know this I, I, I totally understood why I said no mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I went I, I kept ask, emailing designers and I went to this place I met with a guy and he really liked my work he was like you know what that's awesome let's let's do this go, buy the ticket because I had to go back to Portugal to graduate 
It's like, go buy your plane ticket back. Let's start here September 1st. Uh, yeah, email me like a few weeks before and let's do this. So, you know, I went, like I left the meeting, I went back home. I, I bought the tickets back to New York City uh, like like a week before, like September 1st. Um, and I mailed the guy before I left Portugal, no answer. And then I got to New York, I was like, hey, when should I start? No answer. Oh I, I remember like I tried to call. No answer. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I wonder if he's listening to this. I mean, I, I, it, I'll get that because, I mean, I don't want to say his name because, but at this point, actually, it's kind of funny. But towards the end, I ended up working in the same building as him and I was in the elevator with him. Oh, no, <laughs> that's amazing. And I was like, I, I almost wanted to be like, like, thank you so much for never answering my yeah. email. Yeah. It's thanks to him, you know, that I ended up going to Pentagram. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so... I was in New York City, my internship fell through, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm just gonna email designers and ask to want an internship. So I mailed my Luke Heyman again, just asking if he knew anyone looking for an intern. Uh, an intern. He just replied right away, he was like, oh, meet me tomorrow at the office. And I thought we were just gonna have coffee and chat, it would like tell me about it, or you know, give me some names to reach out to. And, uh, but no, I got there, it was like, you can, this is your desk, this is a computer, we work on this project, you can start this, blah, blah, all right. Oh. Let's let's do it. I'd love it. And I like started working there. And two weeks went by. I was like, all right, we need to figure out how we're gonna pay you. And I was like, oh, yeah. I get paid as well. <laughs> awesome. No, no, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, it was kind of amazing. We was like, what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, and it was a hundred bucks a day. I was like, oh my god. You know, in Portugal, like you you get paid like shit. Like you get paid six hundred euros a month uh, wow. as a junior designer. Wow. As an intern, you get no payment Oof. most of the times but yeah so you know when i when i told him i was oh i just have a tourist visa can i get paid <laughs> you know can i get cash he's like what <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> you're like that's you that's illegal we cannot have you here this, it's like a, it's this, a big company this is the reason why they have like employment procedures <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but uh, i was just lucky because you know he was british and i worked my ass off on those two weeks yeah because I was like so excited to be there, especially like Pentagram. I was like, oh, I really have to prove, you know, like I don't remember if he said, if, I don't remember, I, I didn't remember, I didn't know if he remembered that he had said no to me before. Right. So I was like, I cannot really fuck this up. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was just very lucky. And when when he we had this discussion about me being there illegally, it's like, all right, you're gonna sponsor <laughs> your visa. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, you you you're working here. <laughs> just say you're my son. Like, <laughs> you're waiting for your father. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I, I, I stayed there for three months, and I went back to Portugal, started my, vi- my visa, and I moved to New York City. Amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then you were at Pentagram for how long? It wasn't that long. I mean, it was like a year and a half. Uh, most because... They, they, they lost a client, so my boss was like, really can't afford to have you here, but you can move you to another team. And this other team was, you know, at, at this point, at, working at Pentagram was, you worked a lot of hours. And because it's like just a recognized company, I feel mm. like everyone was like stressed out. I was like, ah, oh, this is good work. And a lot of times, you know, I, I, I love the work I did there. I loved working there and learned a lot. But, uh, it was not the, really the kind of design I wanted yep. to do. Yeah. You know, like I, I read a 
try something out. And uh, and I freelanced a few t- a few in a few different places, and that's when I ended up at Business Week. So yeah. that's when you well, from everything I've seen, that seems like they were your people yes. in the sense that an amazing team, right. amazing time to be there as well. Yes, definitely. I mean, I, I actually. It was definitely an amazing time, but I, I I got there a few years after the the like the whole aesthetic they they had like right. because Richard Turley when I moved when I started uh, Business Week Richard Turley was the creative director that was kind of like changed the whole magazine. Yeah, uh, he was Which kind was of amazing like, at the time because it was like it yeah. was a business mag that was amazing to look at, but also really risky in some right. of the kind of yeah it was it was it was crazy. Uh, even even for me, I was like, what? How did they? How do, they, How do they get away with yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it, but at the same time, there'll be something like, this is awful. <laughs> but it makes sense, you know, the, sometimes everything wasn't just crazy for the sake of being crazy. Mm. There was like a concept behind, but it was still pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, but, but, but you know, I met with Richard Turley and uh, I got hired, but, uh, but it was also, he, he left three months after I joined. Uh, so so I cannot really say I was part of like the golden years of Business Week, but uh, but for some reason there was this sort of like freedom. They're like, all right, Richard kind of like started all of this, and he kind of like gave it to the kids to like continue it. So we just really went crazy, and the the creative director Robert Vargas that followed up to him, he was an art director before. Uh, uh, was an art director when Richard was there and when Richard left he became the creative director along with Tracy Ma uh, and it was it was awesome because those two people were the people that were actually like doing the really crazy and messed up stuff so we just got Really insane. <laughs> I love it. It, it completely is that like the lunatics yeah. have taken over the, the madhouse. Yeah. yeah, that video you showed yesterday for oh, the, really the design weird. issue. <laughs> I have to put that in the show notes. It was incredible. It was amazing. Right. I mean, I, I, again, I, I cannot take credit for that video because it was all Tracy. Yeah. Um, but you know, we were definitely involved in yeah in all these projects we did together i think it just showed how team. well how well you work together yeah. right exactly like you, just, yeah. you seem like you're having so much fun and of course that could have been acted right. but it felt really authentic no i mean exactly yeah it was it was fiction but there's definitely like truth to behind yeah. all of that and that's really those are the people that all work together and we're really a team and yeah it was really fun Amazing. So, what what were the briefs like? So, did you get to see the story beforehand? Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, my section. So, the the magazine was broken up in three different sections. It was like the the front of the book, uh, which was broken into five sections. And my section, I was the art director for global economics. So, the front of the book was uh, a little bit more. Uh, Worked a bit different because you know it was a weekly magazine. So, when the magazine would go to print that front of the book had to be the most like recent stories. So a lot of the times you would get like a small, you know, line or paragraph about like what the story is going to be about. Yep. But when we would chip the magazine, we mostly would get the, 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 the full story uh, like a few hours before we chip the magazine. So, wow. yeah, Far out. I know. It, it <laughs> is oh man, my illustration so does not work <laughs> that I've I mean, read the rest of the story. No, because it was always, it would always be about like stuff that was happening in the right. world, you know, and so unless like something totally sure. dramatic happened, but you know, a lot of times, yes, the story would not work and I'll have to change my illustration or a lot of the times we had this illustration and the story kind of like morphed into like making, adapting to the illustration. 
I mean, it really, yeah, it was, in the end, everything kind of ended up making sense and everyone was like flexible, but yeah, everything kind of happened in two days, three days. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Insane. So yeah, we'd get the stories, we'd do a lot of sketches, we put it all on the wall and we have these daily walkthroughs, like every, the writers, the editors and the art directors would all be in one room and we'd like, we'll go through the whole magazine and like what makes sense, what not. And a lot of times would be, you know, and most of the times, yes, we did a lot of like crazy, funny stuff, most because you'll be in a room and, you know, we'll present our ideas and the one that everyone would laugh would, would be picked one because it was funny and caused like an immediate reaction yep. to it. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, there would be other ones that were like probably looked a little better or with the concept was a little bit more safe, but, you know, it kind of really competes when everyone in the room is laughing about one thing yeah. and the other is like just looks nice. Especially yeah. with that sort of magazine as well because, you know, when you turn to a new spread, you, you need the visual to kind of draw you straight in mm. to give you that reaction. Exactly. Yep. And also like, um, yeah, b- because this, the the front of the book where you s- the art direct uh, my section was, you know, it was recent stuff or stuff that was happening at the moment. But since it was a weekly magazine, you know, we, we couldn't compete with like newspapers like New York Times because mm-hmm. when the story was up, they published that story on the website or on that day's newspaper. But for us, it would be like a delay. So the the visual, the, the story would always have to add something that was not just, you know, something that was happening in the moment. And the visuals had to be intriguing because if you saw a foot off Trump and, you know, we were like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I know it's going to be a story about mm. Trump, but yeah. why would I read this today? Yeah, or, you yeah, know, because yeah. I'll be sure all I read. the stories about Trump. Exactly. Mm. So we, we kind of had to like play with the visual side in a smart way to be like something new mm. and drag into the story that you like, all right, I'll read this story about Trump that I haven't read before. Which brings up the the new logo that just came out. Oh, be best. Uh, Have you oh, seen that? Yes, yet? yes. Melania yes. Trump <laughs> is now a logo designer. Have you got an opinion on that? I mean, uh, yes. I actually like the logo. I, 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 I in a way that is like it is. It, it, it's you know it's it's not a logo. Um, it's not like a good logo. But it, it is, on a design standpoint, it is pretty crazy. I mean, I looked at it, it was like, I, I would have done this. <laughs> but <laughs> but if you s- did it, we'd all love it. No, but, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But at the this same time... It comes out that he did. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but at the same time, like, I would never have done this for, for them, you know? Yeah. I don't think it makes sense. But as a logo, if you, if you don't think about, like, what's surrounding your logo, what that logo is for, it is a cool, you know, I think it's a cool type and logo. Um it's definitely like like not traditional design, but you know. But in the context there, it's it's where you know where it's part of. It's terrible. It doesn't really give you anything conceptually. It's mm-hmm. it's there's no reason for their logo at all, and um, and she copied uh, most of like Michelle Obama, uh, oh, really? the, like the, the text. Everything was all old content. It just like put like slightly changed the words and moved Interesting. around. Interesting. I haven't yeah. read it, read 
enough about it yet. Yeah, me neither. I've just seen the be best, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because before yeah. it was be best, and now I, no, sorry, before it was be better when Michelle Obama was like trying to start that. Oh. So now it's be best. Okay. Uh, and but anyway, the whole manifesto about the that whole thing is was like copied almost word by word from something that was like drafted oh, when Michelle okay. Obama was. Uh, wow. Yeah. First lady. Right, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's a nice typeface. I actually have done. I did like a. I did like something uh, before. It looks. Uh, it looked kind of like that. <laughs> and when I was like, oh my god, I hope they they copied what I did because I did something for Wired that looked like that. Oh, but then really? I was like, oh, mine was a bit bolder. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. So, but for a I was like, oh my god, please tell me they copied. <laughs> We should bring it up and make sure we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, I am going to do that right now. I think it's on brand new. I think Armin has reviewed it. No, that's I've only seen like photos or like, like on Twitter not. or something. This guy. It, it's not bad. <laughs> Never stop not stopping. I need, I need to read this review. Yeah. So. She gave it Bling- a shot. <laughs> Bloomberg, right? Yeah. And so, why why did you leave there? Okay, so Bloomberg was definitely the best job I ever had. But like I said, like I got in when Richard Turley left. So a lot of people that were there, like Tracy, uh, she left a year after this all happened. Uh, Most because they all had been there for so many years, and you know, it was really really fun job. But we had so much freedom that didn't really feel like real world. Right. It was amazing, but after a while, I was like, all right. I want to learn new stuff, and I could I could stay here for the rest of my life. But yeah, uh, it's once always a hard thing, isn't it? Because that, mm. that kind yeah. of like this is comfortable, and I, I finally know what I'm doing. Right. Like that that kind of like I can I I clearly understand what what I need to do and why I'm doing it. Right. Mm. But then that kind of niggling feeling of like, well, what's next? Exactly. I mean, I remember like thinking like when people started slowly leaving, I was like, why would they leave? This is the best job ever. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe that exactly that's why they're leaving because, you know, we're like so spoiled for being here. Like if you really want to learn other stuff, that was not the place. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, and this was the same time that Richard uh, Turley had joined um, Wine and Kennedy. So he asked me if I wanted to work for him at Wine and Kennedy. And uh, I said, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And it was kind of like a weird timing because uh, a month after I left, um, they they fired the, the editor of the magazine. So they put someone new there and they redesigned the whole magazine. Right. Um, and I think the magazine looks great now. Um, and, you know, in, in a way it makes sense because, yes, it was crazy and cool to look at but at the same time you know you, you do need to change like the joke was getting a bit old sure in mm. some way and the magazine looks great now uh, I really like it um, but yeah so in a, in a way I was sad that they fired Eddie because she was amazing uh, and kind of sad like the whole design and art changed but at the same time I was kind of happy because oh right I was at least I was like part of that period yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was kind of selfish to, to say but uh, yeah but chapter closed I'd, yeah. I, I want to jump ahead a little bit as well, and, and, and not to discount your your time at White and Kennedy, but just that, like, w- you you decided to start your own thing, right? Yeah. And I'm interested in that kind of like what what was the tipping point for that? I mean, it, it was kind of like Wine and Kennedy, uh, or I mean, I, I'm not blaming Wine and Kennedy. I really liked uh, working there, 
but uh but you know when i was at bloomberg i was already doing like posters and working on projects on the side mm. uh most because we would do the magazine in three days pretty much and there would be like those two other days of the week where we we're just kind of waiting for s stories yep. and yep. like meetings so those two days i would just you know because those three days where you're working on a magazine were so intense like deadlines stress story mm -hmm. thinking and then when you get those two days where you had nothing to do the internet was not even enough to, you know, kill the boredom. So I was like, all right, I'll do some posters. And it became like this fun exercise um, that I had on the side to like experiment other mm. stuff. Uh, but, you know, when I when I moved to Wine and Kennedy, with also the time like this, the poster work I was doing was getting more recognized and I started working for Goodroom, like, like a yeah. full-time thing. Yep. Um, and you know, at Wine and Kennedy, we didn't have those two days of the week where we had nothing to do. Yeah, there was always something to be to do. And I did that a few months, and uh, like would get home and work on my own stuff. And I just kind of like burned out. I was like, I'm gonna be thirty. I don't wanna. I don't wanna have two jobs. I don't wanna get home and do more work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. It's not fun. And uh, so, so yeah, I, I stayed at Wine and Kennedy for uh, I would say six months, seven months. Um, and I and I quit. And or I I, I, I kind of like had planned a trip uh, to Japan, and the plan was to for me to because uh, I wanted I wanted to spend like a month in Japan, and I was like when I came to the an office there I was like and I negotiated with with Richard Turley, uh, I was like well can I work I want to go to Japan can I like work in Japan I was like yeah let's let's do it and towards the end I was like burned I was like you know what I want to go to Japan, but I don't want to yep. work yeah. yeah and I was like can we like I'm just gonna you know, use vacation and like just really spend the month like traveling around Japan. And when I come back, maybe I'll work again. And uh, so I said that like two weeks before I left. And during that time, I uh, like right after I, I told Richard um, this, uh, I got an email from Frank Ocean's manager. And it was like, do Frank likes your work, can we call? Uh, uh, get on a phone call so um yeah it was kind of like surreal because you know i they were like all right you work for us now yeah like wow. right and then i went to reach i was like actually i have to quit right now <laughs> wow <laughs> like i'm not going back i just and i told her like it's crazy you know I, it's like oh God, oh, you know i was kind of like it was like a, a month like month to month job so it was like it was like a real job was like you know i'm gonna be travel i can travel and work this is perfect yeah <laughs> I love so, how I've just got this picture in my, my head that you like you, you sort of go in and you explain and then you go out and then you're like uh, <laughs> no, just another thing. It was like the day after. It was right. like actually something really happened. Yeah, <laughs> really really happened. Rich is there going, oh god. I was like, I have to quit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was it was crazy. I, I think I feel like the first days or when that happened, I was like, can I just get like three days to, like start like after this thing? And then I came back after three days and like actually I have to quit right now. Because like you know, I'm going to Japan and I have to do this and like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. So bad studios, so right. Braulio Amato design, right. yeah, which is nice, just, nice just, just the, the goodest, I nearly said, best Thank name you. ever. Um, how long has that been going for now? Um, so, I, I mean, it was a few months after I left one at Kennedy and it was mostly because, so yeah, I, I was traveling and working at the same time. And when I came back to New York, I was like, all right, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't have a, a studio. Oh, I had like I was working out of like a friend's studio, like a little desk that I would go to. I was like, all right, what am I doing? And at the same time, you know, I get, I get like a lot of I, I got a lot of promotion. My work when the Frank Ocean cover came out, 
and I was like, oh, Brawly Amato, Brawly Amato. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to become like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be like a person. I would rather have like a name yep. to attach to it. But at the same time, you know, what I do is mostly illustration, so it kind of has to be a person. I was like, how yeah. can I do something that like can be in the middle? Uh, so yeah, I was like trying to find somebody with my name on it, but it would look cheesy. Be like Brawly Studio. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So when I got to Bad Studio, I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. It's like it's stupid. People want to take me that seriously, but then I'm maybe they will take me more seriously. I love the web address. <laughs> what is it? It's bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Yeah. I love when you go on on your phone. Just oh, get you. off your phone is like the first thing you see. It's great. I mean, all, all this stuff was like to cover other stuff because obviously badstudios.com already existed. So I'm like, all right, what different URL? And then, like, actually, the phone, the the website doesn't work great on mobile. I was like, uh, all right, I'll put that thing on. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid that thing with this. Yeah, that's great. So that's been running for. Uh, I would say like ten months, yeah. eight months. And in that time, you've done a lot of work. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, project I really want to talk to you about, which is like kind of the first big project of yours that that I really kind of like delved into and, and really loved was the Notting Hill Carnival work um, that Boiler Room enlisted you to do? They, yeah, they, they were the ones uh, organizing it. Yeah. I mean, the, the festival, of course, it, it's it's not organized by them. Yeah. But they were the ones, like, documenting everything that was happening. Yeah. I, I kept doing uh, posters for um, Good Room and all these other uh, venues or DJs. And uh, Margaret Bowman, that works at Boiler Room, uh, you know, she was like, "We need, we wanted, we wanted to design the identity, and you know, your work. You've been doing so many posters that sort of just makes sense." So yeah, that was it. She was like, Amazing. "You know what? Reinvent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come up with an identity for the festival, and you know, they didn't want to be the kind of like we. They were like, we definitely don't want a brand, car, like the car- carnival. Like we're not organizing carnival. We're just yeah. like organizing other stuff. But we do need an identity because they had like uh, five different stages with different DJs. So we kind of had." to feel like it was part of something. But then, you know, the poster said carnival. So, so that's why the identity is kind of just like type. And yes, the type is kind of funky. Uh, again, it's just Helvetica kind of like transformed to something else. But there wasn't like a logo, I would say. It was like this mix of patterns, colors, typography, mm. handwriting, photography, collage with illustrations. It was like a, a huge mess, but that was really kind of like the plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the beauty about because you we were talking about your style earlier and it's really hard to pin pin you down to mm. a style. Right. It, I guess I guess that is, that's on purpose. Yes, definitely. And did that, and this is me making an assumption, but did that come about because of Bloomberg, just because of the speed that you had to come up with things and I mean, the experimentation? Yes. I mean, definitely Bloomberg played a big role in it, but... Um, it's it's really like I just get bored easily of one thing, and also the reason to start like my own studio is because I didn't want people to come to me to be like a specific style. I, yeah. I don't want I don't be, I, I, although you know it's it's kind of great to have a style, but like just like Bloomberg in the end, it's kind of becomes too easy. You know, you, yeah. you do the same thing over and over again, and it just gets boring. And um, so yeah, the I I just really you know if and and also you know I. I all of the stuff I do is illustration, 
but really there's a concept behind everything yeah. I do. Even sometimes if it's abstract, there's always a little story behind it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, a concept works well with one style and the other works better with another style. For example, like the uh, Boiler Room Carnival, wouldn't make sense to have like an illustration uh, or like illustrated letters, which would be like typography, more simple typography. Other projects would maybe make more sense with like cool hand-drawn letters. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely because uh, I want to communicate things in different ways, but also mm. because I get easily bored of doing the same thing and yeah. I want to, yeah. you know, reinvent myself. <laughs> yeah. I think the piece for New York Times, is it? Janelle Monáe's yes, yes, yes. illustration that you did is a really good example of a very different style that Thank you. clearly illustrates like some sort of concept. Right. I read an interview with Gail Bickler uh, about how it was about um, Janelle emerging from, right. from this one identity into, into another. Right. But yeah, no, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're going to have to call it time, partly because we're sitting in a room well, that yeah. we turned the lights off on because it was daylight and now it's <laughs> night time. Yeah. I actually can't see who I'm talking to. It is very... And like the window is behind Braulio right now and I just can see your silhouette. I've just been staring at a silhouette kind of for the nice, last half you know? hour. It's, it's like one of those like um, kind of, you know, where we're talking to someone who doesn't want to be recognized. It is. It's like one of those weird like 60 minute interviews. <laughs> it's, good, but it's a podcast so no one actually can see yeah. anything yeah <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on thank you thank where you. can people find out more about you and bad and and not the michael jackson song <laughs> <laughs> uh bad 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 dot com or braulio amato on instagram did, did you want bad 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 dot com but it wasn't available yeah it's weirdly enough like all those like simple names like bad bad yeah. actually that was available it was really expensive so I kept adding more bads until it became cheaper. <laughs> so it only got like $15 until when I got like the fourth bad. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. And on Instagram? Uh, it, it's just my name, Braulio yep. Amato. And Twitter? Same thing, yep. Braulio Amato. Cool. Josie? Uh, you can find me at Josie Young on Twitter and Instagram. You can find this episode and more at ozdesignradio.com and you can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram and SoundCloud at Oz Design Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.